Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show, which featured a returning guest, always very funny, Luke Kempner. Good form, Luke was. Yeah, he's an impressionist, he's an Arsenal fan, he's on tour at the moment, and he said a few um, fans, uh, TalkSport listeners, had kind of popped up to him and, and asked him for quite an unlikely... Uh, uh, impression, as you'll discover. We also had a chat with Darren Stevens. Uh, Darren is 43 years young, still playing county cricket for Kent. It looked like it was all up, but he had a quite incredible uh, series of performances last year. It's a great and, story. And things changed. It is a nice story. He's a good guy. So uh, you'll hear from him. Um, Arbit, a bit Arbit, we'll have a bit of a chat. We had some TV formats stuff. for somebody as well. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. Oh, that's better, Andy. Anyway, yeah, it? it was better. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a good performance. I mean, much as we were saying yesterday, I've, uh, two of the things when we chatted to Paul Jiggins just before the end of the show I said, "Soul's got." Um, sorry, um, Son's got to start. That's very important because he makes such a difference. And we get an early goal, settle down, we'll probably be all right. And that's the way it panned out. Red Star were quite terrible, oh, shockingly yeah, poor, bad. They, Gave yeah. us lots of room mm. to plan it. What did feel a bit like Son's testimonial. It's true. Uh, but um, it was it was great. It was a, still a very good result and a good performance and an enjoyable night. The Red Star fans got in. Um, we heard it was really interesting. Right up in the corner on the the quite the high level that we we're up, but right up in the corner mm. there, suddenly we heard some Red Star fans singing. We saw probably about 60, 70, 80 of them congregated, and then there was two blokes on our row, about sort of six seats along from us, who suddenly stood up on hearing it and sort of came out walked round the back of the stand and headed up there. So clearly it had been decided that would be the rallying point mm. where they'd all come together. But there together. are some Spurs fans who are in trouble for selling their tickets to well, yeah, that's, uh, Red Star fans. Yeah, apparently. that's an issue. The Supporters Trust have just put out uh, a kind of statement explaining what went on. Um, those fans, some of those Red Star fans, went down onto the concourse to get a drink at half-time. And as soon as they did, they had their tickets confiscated and they were thrown out by the police. Mm. Uh, the police, I think, and the club decided to kind of kettle them, really, keeping in one area that stopped there being a lot of problems. And if any pockets did go and join them, they w- they were quite happy to let them do that because they could contain it. There couldn't be any kind of stuff happening around the ground. But um, at the end of the game, uh, apparently the people were arrested 
uh, as they left the stadium. It was so, an official party of 235. Yeah, that's right. They were kind of, they were in the prawn sandwich section. When these blokes started standing up and chanting, we thought, blimey, they probably sound they want more volivants. They're demanding more volivants. But yeah, they were basically, what happened is at the end of the game, um, the, those that remained in the stand were held back at the end of the game, taken out via a separate staircase and handed over to the police because they shouldn't have been well, there in there. There you go. Uh, I thought Aguero was going to complete the Paddy Power double. Yeah, uh, that was our um, was, window of opportunity yeah, yesterday with Paddy goal, Power, wasn't uh, it? First scorers, Harry Kane and uh, Sergio Aguero. Kane obliged, didn't he? And uh, honestly, Aguero had three great chances. Yeah. On <clears throat> One went behind him from Sterling's cross. One uh, was a great shot, actually very unlucky. Keep it yeah. close. Just a finger to it. And the second one, third one, he should have Blimey. scored. He blasted it over. Maybe he laid it. Of course not. Of course and not. Then, I'm joking. And then uh, they scored from that ridiculous penalty. And, of course, then he scores yeah. Aguero himself. It was a pen, though, wasn't it? It was, it was oh, a, oh, clearly yeah, a yeah. pen. It was not it was the greatest attack from Mendy. Lost the ball in a very bad place. Yeah. I've noticed that uh, Kyle Walker... First, I didn't recognise. Well, who's that bald bloke? Oh, yeah, he shaved his head. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah. a bit of fryer tuck. I think Goffey needs to have a word with him. <laughs> he's not good. I think he's shaved it. I don't think it's mm. fallen out. I think he has shaved it, hasn't well, he? He's, got, he's definitely gone... got the old fryer tuck at the back. Oh, OK, fair enough. And uh, a friend of mine's on holiday in uh, Croatian Island called Brach. Oh, yeah. And uh, he sent me this photo uh, from me. He said on his way back to where he was staying, Sir Matt Busby Way. Look at that. In, oh yeah, in Bratch. in Bratch. in Croatia, amazing. I don't and know. In the, I, I said to him, that's why the sort, you... sort of thing you'd buy in the, the Manchester United club shop. Is yeah, that what they've called the street? It's nailed to the wall. So they've actually well, they've, yeah. Has it got? Can I have a look at it? Because yeah. it, it got the Manchester postcode on it. Yeah, it, this has been bought from the club shop, and someone's nailed it to the wall. <laughs> they've not. That's very odd, isn't it? I know. So very uh, strange. I did ask him Marco Marin is still really um, um, terrible. A, a, an inferior version of. Um, De Bruyne? No, no, no. Uh, it, it's gone. He even looks like him, for goodness sake. And he played like him. Um, Modric. Luka Modric. Oh, yeah, He's yeah. like a Luka Modric tribute act that you'd go and see. You know, <laughs> I, I like Luka Modric. Oh, we can't afford to go and see him. Let's go and see <laughs> Marco was, Marin instead, yeah, yeah. really. It's not didn't uh, quite happen for him, did and it? And all the business... Uh, I turned over... Your, when it was 3-0, I turned over. That's the end of that. And I went to the City game, which was still 0-0 at the time. And... Uh, and I saw that obviously they saw the bit that I just talked about. Yeah. But the, the the thing that they were talking about on Jim's show this morning with Trevor about John Stones. I mean, Pep was right. You're taking so long to get ready. I think, mean, what are you doing? Mm. That fiddling with his shin pads, fiddling with his boots. You know, you think. Good Lord, mate, you've got to get to the sideline, start warming up a bit. Just as if nothing was a problem. I mean, they were having to defend a corner. I could see why he went mad. Yeah. But it was typical Pep. He immediately calmed down as soon as, you know, he had his say, blew up. And then when he came to the touchline before he went on, he gave him his instructions, you know, encouraging, and that was it. It's but, that, that classic thing at the end of the game. I only saw the highlights this morning. I just watched the highlights of the game, the City game back. But um, he seemed to be talking to the fourth official uh, at the end of the game for about two or three minutes, just kind of holding him. To, and the fourth official, he's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what a job that is. It's like a kind of, conf you've got no control over it. All you do is get rollicked all the time. And people stand in front of you and say, this should have happened, that. You go, yeah, yeah, of course it should have happened. You say, well, in the end, someone's going to say, why are you telling me, mate? It's nothing to do with me. I'm just, basically, I'm... Well, I, I think they do it because they think they hope that there'll be some sort of influence. But at the end of the game, what influence would there be? Yeah. Foden, a bit. You know, it was a bit naive, really. He was on a booking, but... He's, the, he's first booking, the first booking was ridiculous. I know. Like, can you book a player for tackling? I mean, it wasn't... Apparently, they said in the little bit of commentary, I thought that was the first... 
That was the first tackle he put in. It was a nothing challenge. You don't book someone for that. He does do look the real deal, though. I'd be amazed if he's not playing in the Qatar World Cup, you know, for England. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely, definitely decent. I mean, there were f- some great performances in the Champions League last night. Mbappe was a sensation when he came. Dybala got a couple of goals didn't he, got, for Juve. Yeah, he saved Sari's bacon. And yeah. uh, he, I mean, the, the, all the, <coughs> he was Sterling gonna, was wonderful. They were gonna, they were gonna ship him out. I saw Tancredi saying today that he's he's one of their standout players at the moment. I can't see they kept saying, "Oh, maybe January Spurs United might go back in," but it, they're going so well, Juve. Why would they sell him now? He's getting games, yeah. isn't he? It's sort of going well. They were lucky last night. You know, they really struggled for a long part yeah. of that game. So you know, By, even um, Bayern only won three two. They made fairly hard work of that as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. They were behind for a while. So it's not easy to go over there. It's not easy to win away in no. the Champions League, as we're going to find out tonight. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Andy, Beautiful. What do you want to say? Well, I uh, turn to the engagement announcements in the Times. I always enjoy those. Yeah. And today I'm fascinated by this bloke. Uh, the announcement is uh, engagement is announced between Mr. OBE George and Miss C. Cartmel. I'd love to see OBE. Miss OBE George and CBE Cartmel. <laughs> no, not CBE. Okay. CE. It'd be good if she was CBE. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Wouldn't How it? good would it be if he? I'd love to see him get something in the honours list. OBE George. Yeah. OBE. OBE George OBE. Yeah, that would be a bit of a mouthful, wouldn't it? And Miss J M Offinger. And uh, I don't know if my parents have been with their parents. I'd be tempted to call her Frida, but I won't go any further into that. <laughs> Not a bad idea. No. Uh, later on, we're going to be talking about the World Hickory uh, Open uh, Golf, yeah. where they play with the old Hickory Shaft clubs. Okay. And the um, and the man we're going to be chatting to is the organiser, Malcolm Duck. <laughs> Good. M- Malcolm Duck, um, D-U-C-K. Yeah. So we thought it'd be great if 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 the world of hickory golf organising doesn't really work out for Malcolm, whether we could come up with some TV formats uh, for him yeah. this afternoon. So maybe we could uh, introduce him to a world of of television. I've so, gone pressed duck. Malcolm opens a dry cleaners. Is it pressed duck? What's pressed duck? Have is you ever it? seen that thing? That's a very famous dish that they serve in France. They get that. Big silver thing, and they, and they press the they duck. Press the duck, and they squeeze all the juices out of it. Uh, I had duck a l'orange, which is the <laughs> the history gone, of ducks. We've both gone that route. The history of ducks in Holland, <laughs> uh, very specific to, to Dutch ducks. Um, the quiz show, I suppose. No, I can't do that one, can I? Uh, out the question, and um, and uh, you know, be, soup. be careful. Uh, be careful, Donald Duck, of course, which well, was yes. uh, that would just be something to do with Donald Trump. I've got, I've got nothing really. <laughs> we'll leave it to you. You're much better at this than we are. So let's have some TV formats for old Malcolm. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TSH and J. We'll bring you the best of them this afternoon. Anything yeah. else? Yes, Bill. I want Bill to get Pele ready. If oh, yeah. Could. yeah because, it's Pele's birthday, well, isn't it? Well, that's what I was going to say to you. It's a very special day for Pele. It's, yeah. uh, it is his birthday. And, Have I got uh, to try and guess how old he is? Well, um, well, 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 let's wait and see. Oh, here he comes. Yeah. Good old Pele. It's my birthday. He's, uh, he's bringing out a new range of sweets, actually. Is he really? Edson Arantes dos Nascimentos. <laughs> Do you, pick, you put them in, uh, you put them in bottles of Coke, do you? Yeah, exactly. In car parks. That okay. sounds good, yeah. I think uh, you probably, actually, it's, it's quite interesting to know how old he is. I think you might be a bit out here. I'm going to give you a range of five years for this one. Not easy, I don't think. Okay, Pele. How old do you think Pele is today? 79. <laughs> you knew. You I know looked. I did. I looked up his birthday. <laughs> I thought it was his birthday today. Oh, 79. There's not much jeopardy in that, no, is there? No, there isn't really. Anyway. Yeah. Well done to him. 79. Tremendous. Yeah. We're going to talk to Tim about that. Pe- Pele at seven. 
Pelé at 79. <laughs> yes. Because uh, he's an interesting character, isn't he? He's still a kind of mm. huge figure in, in Brazil. And, um, yes. You know, he was quite ill this year, wasn't he? Mm. And there was a lot of, lot of concerns about his health and stuff. But um, mm. Tim, Tim kind of finds him an interesting character. Not all of it's positive, is it? No, not all of it's positive. He's had a, you know, he's had a blessed life, but also a difficult life with his kids and all that. And, yeah. Uh, but a wonderful player. Oh, he was. Incredible. Yeah. If you've never seen Brazil 70, I mean, videos and things exist, recordings, and uh, it's, it, they are, they were still, for me, the best team I've ever yeah. seen, without a doubt. There was a little a piece I saw in the paper today, and I thought we would call this one, well, that's that then. Mm. And the story is, Sir Ian McKellen, 80, wants to star in a musical, but he can't sing. Well, that's that then. <laughs> that's right? that then. I think you've answered your own question, uh, Maka, as I believe you're called in theatre yeah. circles. And this was a corker uh, from the day's son. A Russian ice hockey team has been fined after their coach said he would set fire to the ref's car. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said later on it was only a joke. And he said, and it's also not like I said I was going to set fire to his apartment or something. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, that's all right that's then. Same right. like to his car. Same <laughs> like to his car while he's in it. That's, that's, that's all fine, but yeah. uh, not his apartment. So not you, right, can't, really. you can't be doing that. It's going to get you a touchline ban, isn't it? You really? can't condone that at all. What um, the, okay, so many of these are plays on words that I can't possibly do at this time of day. Um, duck and Cover, where Malcolm visits cricket's greatest cover. <laughs> drivers of all time. That's quite limited Johnny Newcastle, I'd say. <laughs> Toilet Duck, a series where Malcolm tours the, the nation's great lavatories. That's good, mm. yeah, and the old Philharmonic in Liverpool and, and other fine sites are around the what world. What about Duckworth Lewis, where he looks at John Lewis to see value of items there? Yeah, duck, that's actually... Well, that's... I, <laughs> quite wouldn't, work. I wouldn't watch that, but, uh, was, yeah. Try not to yes. come up with ones that involve yeah. a, a subtle changing of the letter, and I think we know what the letter is when you're looking for formats... Uh, for Malcolm I Duck. I tell you what I'm fascinated by, the, the concept of the celebrity perfume. I've never really got it. I've never, like, for example, David Beckham's perfume or aftershave. What the, if somebody came to you, though, and said, I want to produce a fragrance called AJ. AJ. AJ pour on. <laughs> and you'd be in the advert, wouldn't you? You'd sort of wander around the dinner. I'd be in the advert. Wandering around I wouldn't the, sell any of wandering it. Wandering around in a dinner jacket or something. But, um, what, what, glass what, of Hague whisk club whiskey yeah, in the what was you What was what? you going to say then about the celebrity perfume? Well, there's a new one out now. Grimma Collins. She's bringing out her own... Uh, it's a good name, isn't it? I like that. The great, that smell well. the great smell of... The great smell of the GC. Exactly. And, wow. Uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's incredible. It's called Diva Pink, and it's being launched on Monday night. I mean, uh, yeah. personally... Being launched on Monday night, and it being bargain bins and super drug <laughs> by Tuesday afternoon. Apparently, she's had a lot of stress over Arge. She says... No, she has. He's not I, been well. I ain't yeah. stopped eating, was the quote. I ain't stopped eating. She says, I've had a lot of stress, and I've not been to the gym in two weeks. So, there you go. So, she's putting a bit of weight. But okay, well, fair enough. So, should we look out for it? What's it called? Uh, Diva Pink. Diva I, Pink. I What's it, do you know yeah. what it smells like? You've got any of the... No idea. We'll, okay. we'll get some in, and we'll give it a, yeah, a, a, a Why sample. don't you start wearing it and see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> I might be suddenly massively successful like Gemma. Yeah, you could be. That's right. It seems highly unlikely. You could be the AJ will start calling you. <laughs> now, if, Andy want, if anyone wants to bring out a fragrance for Andy, please do let us know. TalkSport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. We better press on, Andy. I think okay. we should. Because uh, Darren Stevens awaits uh, oh, after uh, a pretty amazing season. Yes. Uh, where he's, he just, well, Kent decided to keep him on for another year. Uh, certainly after one incredible performance against mm. uh, Yorkshire. We'll be chatting to Darren about his career very shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Just a quick reminder that our betting partner, Paddy Powers, has a special window of opportunity, a Champions League bet for listeners today until 3pm, uh, and that is Liverpool and Chelsea both to win tonight in the Champions League. Was 5-2, to two, now 3-1. to one. These bets are available now up until 3 o'clock. Max bet £20, 18-plus only. Be gambleaware.org. Now, um, it looked like uh, Darren Stevens' uh, time was up at Kent, uh, but... One, well, a good season, but one standout performance uh, against uh, Yorkshire, in which he got seven for 70 and scored. And let him remind us, how many runs was it, Darren? Two, <laughs> two, 237. Two, three, I don't think it's sunk in yet. A career best <laughs> knock, and uh, Kent rethought, and, and he's, he's there next season. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in. No, nah, thank you for the uh, invite. Where did it, where did that, do you know where that performance came from? That, I it mean, wasn't just that performance. No, was no, it, no, it, was, it, was, it was really the minute they said to you, that's it, you suddenly started playing brilliantly, really. I don't know. I look, I look back as a, f- a few years back. I, I had, um, you know, I was coming to the end of my career, and it was like, oh, I'm going to finish now, and end up getting 200 in the last game. That changed my mind again. I don't know. I, I just think in the last year of your contract, it's year. Oh, I'm going to finish at the end of the year, so let's just give it everything you got. And I think that was a similar thing. Um, I mean, you'll be 44 now, and you're playing next <laughs> season, won't you? Do you know? I've been to a lot of dinners and stuff at the end of the season and awards and. Uh, charity dues and all that I get brought up oh Darren Stevens in the room the oldest cricketer in county cricket <laughs> but how many benefits have you had yeah <laughs> not enough not enough you're looking good Nick though don't you obviously looked after yourself well that's the big thing yeah I've, like, I started training about two weeks ago mm. um, I think each year I've looked back I've I've had to start earlier on my training the lads all get together in November you know I'll start ticking over my fitness and 
you know, the big thing for me as you get older is keeping my weight off. So hence I have to start a little bit earlier in my training. Yeah. I mean, spinners can go on a little bit longer, but, you know, that's not what you do. So it obviously takes... Well, a know, it's about that pace. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit, it's it's a a bit similar, quicker similar than, pace. It's a bit quicker than that. <laughs> well, it's, it's clever. It's takes clever a bit of a toll it? on your body, that, doesn't it? Putting yourself through that. Yeah, it, it does. Um, look, I don't I don't run in the hardest, but no. one thing I don't do is miss, you know, miss hitting the stumps. Um, you know, that's basically what I do. I ask a lot of questions and... I think if you ask around the circuit, people would rather face 90 mile an hour than 70 mile an hour. So mm. um, I think that's the big thing in my favour. You've played a bit of franchise cricket, haven't you? Just, I mean, you've been th- player of the year for Kent three times, but you've also found time to go and play in other parts of the world. Yeah, um, I did Bangladesh Bangladesh for three years in the T20. That was um, We won three trophies there. That was great. And then um, my favourite spot was New Zealand. I played for Otago out there in 2012, 2013. Mm. Um, that was, oh, I loved it out there. Um, yeah, nice place good, to be. Good cricket, but a beautiful part of the world. You put yourself in the mix for the hundred, Darren, didn't you? Yeah, recently? I did. Yeah, yeah why not? You thought why it was not? The nearly a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It wasn't an age I thing. We were all, at, yeah. all like yeah. I, I can talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, did you said there was a couple of wild cards at the end, wasn't there? A couple of uh, people that yeah, maybe weren't couple, expected. I think they've got. Um, there's one more spot for each side. Okay, so you never know. You know, try and get in the 2020 side for Kent next year and. There's a wild card spot for each of the franchises. Do you, do you see it tactically being fundamentally different to 2020? Is it? Would it be similar? Uh, not really. There's, you know, there's a few overs less, and I think it's more the time, isn't it? They want to try and cut the three hours down to two and a half hours or two hours. So it's um, that, that's the big thing. But getting, you know, the ECB putting this out, it's more of a um, let's get different people to come and watch the game so this I think, 10 ball thing I don't think they're calling them overs I don't know God knows what they're the calling the T20 oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah the sorry. one where you have to bowl 10 balls in a row yeah that could be quite tricky couldn't it A choosing the right person to do it <coughs> and B if they go for like well, 6 off the first ball yeah it is I, I, I think that's a choice though isn't it I've, I've not actually looked into the rules of it because um, obviously I wasn't sure I was going to get picked up but mm. I think you get to choose as a, a bowling unit if you say you bowled um, and over well, I think you get a choice of actually, like, you can keep going and get through that 10 ball. So it's, yeah. it still needs, I mean, we still need to understand cricket, I think, to enjoy. I think cricket fans will, will enjoy it. I'm not sure about whether how much it will appeal to other people. But yeah, we'll I'm not sure too. It's um, it's a bit of a, uh, it's a question mark in there. Paul made a great point about the uh, the auction the other night. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, well, it's, well, it's, it's, basically the, it's a sport they've come up with uh, for people who've got a short attention span and the draft lasted three hours. <laughs> <laughs> no one thought that through. Surely it should have been 20 minutes. <laughs> no, yeah, how many, yeah, exactly How many right, people exactly. would have turned on the cricket thinking, blimey, this is going on a bit. Isn't yeah. it as long as a couple but of I, I, The amount of texts I had actually saying, um, that it was enjoyable. It sort of dragged you in because, you know, it was stop and start, but it was the the process of it. They enjoyed watching. Mm. I've got this thing. Uh, Paul was driving me mad. I always think people who are named a certain way could be related to other people. But we were th- thinking that we wondered if your parents were fans of the sixties uh, film, the uh, TV series Bewitched. <laughs> the main character that was Darren Stevens. Darren Stevens, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I might have started watching that when I was younger, but that, that, <laughs> yeah. no, no relation. So no, 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 no. You'd gone out on loan to, to Derbyshire, hadn't you? And so it looked that like you, be, yeah. you might have been heading there. Well, I, like, I, last, I think it was last year I had an injury early season in 2020 and then I was fit to play and they, they got off to a great start. So they ended up saying, look, we're going to stick with the youngsters. And I was like, well, I want to go on loan. Um and you know, got my name out on loan, um, and then Dave Howard from Derby rang me and said, "Look, you'd be perfect for us in the middle of the innings and with a bat, and obviously with a ball, 
we've got a lot of youngsters, you'll bring a lot of experience to the side, it'll be great for us. Um, and in the end, it was more the experience that I brought off the pitch because I, I only played five games. Mm. Um, it was a bit frustrating. Um, but look, they got to the quarterfinals uh, under Corky uh, and Billy Godelman, who's the, the captain. Yeah. Um, you know, and they did brilliantly. And it was a great experience for me because I'm like, like, I've been, I've done my level three in coaching. I'm looking to go down that route. And mm. I actually did a lot more coaching and mentoring than I did playing. Yeah. Like, I, I want to play because I'm a professional cricketer, but. Mm. Looking further down the line, it actually helped me with, you know, the coaching side of things. You know, you've not set a date when you might call it a day. If you're all the time you're feeling good, if, if well, you play la- well next that, season, you'll keep going. The last six years I've been retiring in June. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. It's so, fantastic. Yeah, and it's, it's great. Like, the body things, you know, my I've looked after myself quite well. Mm. You know, I've been very lucky with injuries, knees and um, joints and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, I'm lucky on that side of things, but I'll keep, I'll keep going until... You know, my mm. body says no. How's how's yeah. county cricket and the county cricketers changed as they come in? The young guys come into the sport now. In how many? You say twenty years you've been playing. Twenty four years. Twenty four yeah. years. I mean, has it changed drastically? Yeah. You see differences. Techniques have changed a lot because of the. I, I think the two in my eyes. You know, everybody's got their own opinions on it, and but I think the two divisions changed it a lot. Um, how I look at it is, first division is an offside game, and the second division is a leg side game because mm. first division they bowl for, you know, they bowl for the day where. It's, like and try and get through if the the pitches are a lot flatter. But second division, it's about taking wickets because they're a lot greener, so you can bowl at the stumps more. That's my my look mm. on it. Um, but I think it's changed a lot. Yeah, techniques have changed because of the the divide in the two divisions. Yeah, and the young boys that come in, do they want? Do they people that want to play T Twenty? Do you, do you see players that are future Test players as they come in these days, or they want there's to a, hit the ball out a, of the park? There is that. There's a little bit of a mix. There's, you know, there's a few old school youngsters coming through want to play Test cricket and. But then there's also a lot of people getting dragged towards yeah. the money, the pound sign. Of know, course, yeah, sign. it's very it's a lucrative business now, isn't it? If you can yeah, hit the ball a long way, how you know how can you not look at it? Um, you know, I look at this young Banton from Somerset. You know, don't, he, he got his first hundred against us actually in um, in the one one day format this year. Mm. Exceptional player, but he's gone from uh, you know, all of a sudden he's getting a hundred grand contract from. I don't know what he was on. He might have been on thirty grand, and all of a sudden he's he's got this big step. So mm. people can't you can't turn it down. No, that's very true. You can't turn it down. Yeah, I mean, and playing for England now is pretty lucrative, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. which is good. Darren and good. coaching England, so yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so coaching, <laughs> so coaching, the, keep playing, and maybe a bit of media and stuff. The opportunity, yeah, like, uh, there'll be. I'm sure there'll be a bit of um, space over uh, June, July time next year when the T20 and the hundreds on, mm. or the one day comps on and the hundreds. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully there'll be a bit. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Making a welcome return to the studio is his comedian impressionist and uh, Arsenal family. You can't have it all, eh? Uh, it, Luke Kempner, good to see you, Luke. Oh, it's good to be back, guys. Nice to see you in your lovely new studio. Yeah, yes, it's right. the first You're time I've been here. You like, you like the, view, the view, don't you? It's a lovely view. <laughs> you do yeah. like the view. If you're listening in your cars, yeah. you just imagine that view. It is, it is very view. nice. Um, perfect. So, um, yeah, your mid tour, and it's mid-tour. been going rather well, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so four weeks in, got another four weeks to go. Yeah. And genuinely, it's blown my mind. It's 
been amazing. You know, I was so nervous before I did it, but the audiences have been great. And, you know, you turn up in Shrewsbury and you've, you've almost sold a venue out and you go, oh, I'm big in Shrewsbury. Fantastic. <laughs> you know, so it's been great. Back. Yeah. Uh, the, you said a few of the TalkSport listeners come up and say hello. <laughs> yeah, it always surprises me because I think TalkSport listeners, are, I'm expecting them to come up and say, oh, well, you know, I love it when you do your venger and me have to go, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yes, look, thank you very much. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. obviously a fantastic top, top show with a fantastic view, I must say. Um, but, but actually, I've had two talk sport listeners come up to me after shows and go, Oh, I loved it when you did Christopher Biggins. That's talk sport heartland Biggins. I mean, of course, the demographic for talk sport is Christopher Biggins, of course, <laughs> uh, especially coming Christmas coming so close. Has he heard your Biggins? He Biggins? Has. I did it two Biggins. Yeah. So it was me, uh, Rory Bremner. And Christopher Biggins and yeah. uh, and Deborah Stevenson, we did it on a show called The Imitation Game on ITV, and uh, they, she had to guess who the real Biggins was, <laughs> and she guessed me. Oh, so wow. you can find Incredible. this clip online, and we, uh, you know, and and if, so if you and and but she picked me. It was like uh, it was unbelievable. Wow. And he, Biggins was he face. impressed. I mean, he loved he, it. He took it well. Didn't he? he said, "He said, well, he can sing and he can do Biggins. What more does he want?" <laughs> <laughs> it's true. One uh, listener just contacted me. So he's seeing you. Two weeks' time at the Lowry in Salford, so you are yes. still all over the place. But yeah. you've got one that you want. Well, to... not literally. I mean, if you no, no, it's, but you want to it's talk not about all over the place. Mentally, I am, gosh. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah exactly. But before that, you got a big night in uh, in London. Yeah, big night in London. So tomorrow night, uh, sorry, not tomorrow night, Friday night at the Leicester Square Theatre. It's so almost sold out, and uh, it would be amazing if I could sell it out. It's the biggest venue I'm doing on the tour, um, and uh, yeah, it'd just be a dream come true to sell it out. So I'd okay. love to love to see. Some well, to get those extra few tickets over the line, yes. Um, who give us a couple of people you'll definitely be okay. doing there? So you do John Snow, I didn't. Yeah, John Snow will be in there, of course. You know, there's, you know, I've got a people people from Game of Thrones. They're going to be going on this morning, <laughs> talking about why they've lost their dragon. Um, <laughs> not the newsroom. I was expecting you. Not the former Sussex <laughs> bowler, wasn't it? Was no. <laughs> but you know, there's going to be obscure. everyone. You know, people like Michael McIntyre. He will be there, of course. Uh, you know, people like Adam Carr, you know, he's often a favourite of mine. You know, and I might, might, I might do Boris, you know. He's so, he's so popular, of course, is he not? I don't know. You know, and look, Trump will be there, you know, because you got to do the people that everyone's talking about. Okay. You know, and Andy uh, Murray. And, of course, you know, I just can't stop myself from doing Andy Murray, you know, and actually he's making a bit of a comeback. So, you know, look how happy it's made me. They're incredibly accurate. Yeah, well, you know, and, and do you know what? I often do when I come see you guys you go so you know who's who, who are you doing and I forget every impression I've ever done in my life so I'm like sitting there frantically looking at my notes Kim like, Woodburn you do is this yeah, right yes Kim oh well love is she's got to be there darling you know because she you chicken lover don't you start with me don't start you she know, was great on Loose Women that was oh my god she's a wonderful woman I, I, you know that, that, that same thing I did with Christopher Biggins I did with uh, Kim Woodburn yeah although they did guess the real Kim to be fair yeah. that time <laughs> She was. She said, "Don't you? You're a naughty boy. You are naughty." <laughs> but I love it. I love it. But the is, every time I, every time I do her, she also goes a little bit like Zippy. It's an old bungle. It's a little bit close, doesn't it? He's getting a bit like that. And we were saying to you because we loved Murder in Success for oh, one of my favourite things in the past job. five years. But they're not making any more. Is that because no. Tom doesn't want to do it? You or? just need to get on at Tom. You yeah, need to start yeah, a Twitter poll. He's very, very busy. Isn't he's he? a busy man, but you need to start on Tom and. Uh, you know, until well, you know, until he, you know, eventually has to say yeah. yes. Because I'm wondering, did, did Chris Eubank 
ever do one because I think in there because Chris no. Eubank is now a marshal in the states, isn't he? Is it? Yeah, he kind of goes out. He's he a marshal with his bow ties, and so I think I the mean, idea of getting Chris to do murder is he would be absolutely yeah. brilliant. Because we had Chris Kamara and he was just he was making dad yeah, jokes all the time. Yeah. And I saw that he's got bringing out an album. He is. Christmas yeah. hits. It's crooner. Yeah. Christmas crooner. I'm coming in to tell us about it. I, I, mm. I want that album for Christmas if uh, yeah. my wife's listening. There's one wonderful moment of comic timing with Cammy in that where he just, well, I don't know if it's his gag or whatever it is, I think it probably was. He just went, hey. I knew you were going to say that. And he was just holding, he's in, he's <laughs> in a stable. <laughs> and it was brilliant. I, thought it was I know. Great. Comic it was in the timing. scene with me. So yeah. I was playing Tom Daly, you know, face of the games, diver. Um, and, and Tom just walked. In. And but Tom, what Tom used to do is get people like Chris Kamara to um, try and throw me off what I was saying yeah. by just getting him to push me into walls, uh, <laughs> chucking extra lines that I wasn't ready for. We at one point when uh, Mark Wright, uh, not not the Liverpool player, the uh, Towie um, guy, good and, footballer though, actually, yeah, he is a good footballer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he had to kick me in the uh, adrenaline holes. Oh, really? um, right, and um, and Mark said to Tom, he said, "Oh, shall I like you know actually kick him in you know." Really, really kick him in them and uh, Tom went yeah <laughs> <laughs> so then Mark sort of gently as he possibly could but I mean he, he, you know he could have stopped me having kids boys he could, he could have done he yeah. could have done but he didn't so Arsenal we should talk a bit about that uh, I mean look you know, we, to be fair even even Spurs and Chelsea admit that you know you, look, you can lose a game now and again it's not been a bad start of the season or are you are you, are you one of the Emery out mob I'm trying to remain neutral yeah. um, but you know, I think it, you're going to find it hard to find many people who defend Emery at the moment. Mm. You know, there might not be many people that will say he's the best manager ever. But, you know, I don't, you know, I, I think you have to give him time. But I think that performance against Sheffield United, sorry, that result against Sheffield United was coming. Yeah. You know, I'm a season ticket holder. And, you know, and even in the games we've won, it's always looked like we just about got over the line. And I, I just don't think we've played really well in the Premier League this season. And that's a worry for me. Yeah, a lot of teams can say that. And, and Pepe, I, I think, is a good player. I think it's something... Lot, you got, I think the squad's great. Yeah, there's yeah. some good, good players. But this there. is my thing. I think the squad is, I would almost say, the third best in the Premier League at the moment. But yeah. I don't think we've got the right manager to get us wow. the, the best out of us. very strange f- Have you tried? Have you I mean, tried? No, it's not because he's speaking in English and it's not easy. Yeah. But it's, but, you the know, emphasis is all wrong. He's got a catchphrase, at least, with this good, good evening. Good evening. You know, good evening. Good evening. But yeah. I, find his, I find his press conferences so difficult to listen to because I sort of don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. You know, like Wenger, you know, he's there talking about economics, of course. You know, but like Unai Emery is like, yeah, of course, I think we're the better team. But, you know, yeah, like... Oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, because I, I got people come up to me at the Emirates and they're sort of, oh, you know, have you been working on your, your you know, uh, on, and I just sort of said, no, not really, because <laughs> I worry he might be gone by Christmas. <laughs> you don't have, have to put, work on my lumbar. Here's my Sir Chips Keswick. It's very accurate. Could do an Arsenal night. Yeah, do one if you do any of, I don't know if you do kind of Claude or any of the, the AFC TV. You can't do Claude without swearing. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. And even with troops when he's not not swearing. But I've like, seen troops as like best mates with the Bamiang now. Oh, really? Yeah, like our Bamiang's Instagram, they're always like messaging each other. Oh, so okay. I'm, a bit jealous, I'm a bit jealous of that friendship. But, you know, but you know, for, for me these days, you know, it's sort of, it's it, it, there's not many players that, you know, like the old days you could do a lot more of impressions of players where like now you feel like Harry Kane because he's the England captain you know we were certainly hearing a lot more from him 
at the moment, you know, and he's, you know, he's obviously going through a very difficult time at Tottenham, you know, and hopefully, <laughs> you know, Deli Ali started dressing properly again, and that's going to make us play better. I don't know, <laughs> you know, but you know, if you find that it's the managers with these personalities, you know, you've got such clubs, fantastic, boom, yeah, ah, you know, and you know, Bojadino, Harry Kane, you know, there's yeah. so there are some like amazing characters out there, but not so much among the players at the moment. Well, no, you just don't seem to to hear from them as much, and they seem to say the same things over and over again. You don't yeah, get those yeah. those big personalities like you used to. So you'll hear uh, all those voices and more uh, if you go yes. see Luke, certainly uh, on Friday night at the uh, Leicester Square Theatre in London. And uh, also you're going to be in Eastley, Whitehaven. Where else are you going to be at for the for the remainder Saffron of the Saffron Walden tomorrow. Yeah. Millam. Where's Millam? West, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. uh, the Kendall, tour manager will take me. Kendall, Kendall. Chorley, York, Wimborne, Banbury and Maidenhead. Yes. Don't forget Manchester. Yes, yeah, Salford, Salford in Manchester. Salford, that's Salford, uh, almost nearly sold out as well, and that'll be that'll be a good one in Manchester. All right, mate. So uh, LukeKempner.com. Uh, you can follow uh, Luke on Twitter as well. Uh, all the dates are there at Luke Kempner, both with uh, capital L, capital K. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon show. We'll return tomorrow at one. Tim Vine will join us in the studio. Fine that's comedian, good. and oh, do apologise. And also um, Clive <laughs> Allen. Uh, Clive's uh, new book is out and it's got some pretty incendiary stuff in it but what a fine player he was Clive Allen joins us in the studio that's it we're done we'll see you tomorrow you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.